Hello, and welcome to Radio Freak Utopia, the podcast about global LGBTI human rights. I'm your host, Ian Legas, and I'll be your guide to the creative, important work taking place all around the world to make our communities more welcoming for LGBTI people. On today's episode, I'll be speaking with Jennifer Liu from the Taiwan Tanji Hotline Association. Jennifer is a leader in Taiwan's marriage equality movement, which in late May won a tremendous victory in Taiwan's Supreme Court. On May 24th, Taiwan's Constitutional Court declared invalid laws limiting marriage to opposite-sex couples, and it ordered the Taiwanese government to update the country's laws to include same-sex couples within the next two years. Today, Jennifer will be talking about the marriage equality movement, but also about changing attitudes in Taiwan, about the work that Taiwanese activists are doing to build a more LGBTI-friendly society, and about how Taiwan's movement and legal victories resonate throughout Asia, especially in China. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe to Radio Freak Utopia on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow Radio Freak Utopia on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please consider supporting us on Patreon. Your support there will make it possible for me to keep making this podcast better and better. Go to patreon.com slash Radio Freak Utopia and become a sponsor of the podcast. Now, here's today's conversation with Jennifer Liu. So welcome. So this is Ian Likas speaking with Jennifer Liu today. Uh, would you introduce yourself? Hello, uh, I'm Jennifer Liu from Taiwan. I'm, I'm research fellow in Taiwan Tongzhi Hotline Association. Uh, Tongzhi means uh, LGBT uh, Mandarin pronunciation. And also um, we want to include everyone in the community, so we use Tongzhi. And um, I, I have been working in this organization for, I think, 13 years. Um, in in 2015, I I ran for the office for the parliament seat mm-hmm. um, in Taiwan, in Taipei City, where I was um, where I was born. Uh, that is because uh, after like decades of LGBT movement experience, I found out we need to uh, we need to change our political situation so we can improve LGBT communities' uh, life quality and also include. Uh, uh, LGBT uh, rights issues into our um, political agenda. Uh, so I I participate the election the campaign, and then I didn't win, but I think it it was great to raise the um, raise the uh, visibility of LGBT people in Taiwan through the campaign at that time, and then um, and then I go back to Hawaii for work and continue um, uh, what I have been focused so really long time. And then the, um, uh, since 2016, um, I, my team and I start to the marriage equality campaign in Taiwan. And there are five different uh, gender and and LGBT groups in our collection, uh, the uh, Marriage Equality Collection Taiwan. So, I'm um, right now uh, I'm the the main coordinator of the collection, and we are the main uh, group uh, lobbying, and also uh, we host the rally and event for push the Marriage Equality Bill passed. Yeah. Fantastic. There's all sorts of things in there to talk about. Yeah. Uh, let me ask, since you mentioned that you ran for parliament um, after a long time in the movement, how did you first get involved with you know, social justice politics in Taiwan? Uh, you mean in terms of the politics, not the movement? Or uh, so I guess start, you know, since you have a trajectory from grassroots activism yeah, yeah. to sort of working more closely with policymakers, yeah. I guess why don't we sort of trace that, you know, sort of how you first get involved with the movement. Okay, um, I I was I remember that when I was uh, like I was eighteen, I was a very young lesbian and who I majored uh, in social work uh, department. So uh, I want to find some place I can uh, reflect myself about my gender identity and sexual orientation, but also uh, practicing the maybe professional skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at that time, Hotline seems like a very good uh, or, 
organization that provide like peer uh, support group. You can participate the volunteering job and also work over there. And also um, we have the phone counseling services, so I can also practice the like um, help skills at that time. So I joined Hotline uh, as a volunteer, and then at that time because there are fewer lesbian. Um, activist before, um, I wasn't thinking about I am um, doing the movement. I was like, I'm, I'm. I was really happy what I did, and and how long is like a big family. Yeah, people support each other and accept who you are, no matter, no matter how weird you are. <laughs> so I was very happy and. I find a lot of uh, uh, established self-confidence over there. Uh, so after a few years volunteering work, I start um, I apply the full-time job over there. And then, yeah, it is the, it is the very beginning uh, of my, like, I don't know, career. <laughs> yeah, over there. Yeah. And, the, you know, this is the Taiwan, and I know I'm, Giving a very Americanized accent yeah. here, but ta- ta- the Taiwan Tangji Hotline Association, and mm-hmm. it's also providing all sorts of counseling services by phone and perhaps other educational opportunities. Yes, basically our job you can separate into three uh, major parts. The first is like. Um, com- community services like uh, phone counseling, mm-hmm. and also uh, we have uh, a lot of support group for parents, for elderly, for uh, teenager, for middle-aged lesbian and gay, and also disabled people, and also uh, yeah, etc. A lot of it. So uh, we provide the support system to to our community, and also we try to. Create the resources like so we publish books and we create lots of booklets, yeah, and also um, we making films, yeah. There's resources so people can uh, reach these kind of resources by themselves, and the the second one is um, social education, mm-hmm. yeah. The education project I think is the the most important part of our job. We provide the speech and um, the the lecture of understand LGBT people's life stories uh, in schools and also in the community, in the government. We educate people what is, what is LGBT people and also provide uh, all kinds of stories for them. The third part is, um, of course, policy making and activacy, so because we found from the um, services and from the educational work, we found that is we still need to change the policy to make um, the community's life better. So, yeah, policy making is kind of the the you have to do. Yeah, it's more boring and (laughs) (laughs) and it takes time and also um, you need to like struggling in the you know government system (laughs) so uh, fewer people um, happy to do that but um, is is that's the job we have to do so mainly is the these three parts of our work yeah great and I should even back up a little to think, you know, as you've gotten involved with the hotline, you know, to ask what, you know, growing up in Taiwan, yep. what kind of images, you know, how visible was the LGBT mm. movement, the Tangji movement, or even the community more generally? Um, I think I can start with my younger childhood. I was born in 1983. Okay. So at that time... Uh, Taiwan still under the martial law, so we don't have the freedom of speech, and also a lot of social reform, justice uh, issues is not uh, was not allowed to discuss at the time. Um, the martial law were was um, uh, I think finished, cancelled, lifted. Lifted is probably good. yeah, lifted yeah. Uh, the martial law lifted. Um, I think in. 
Yeah, till now is uh, already like thirty years. Yeah. But we, we we have Taiwan has the longest martial law period of time uh, in the world. Yeah, it's like thirty years. So people actually, our people actually really traumatized by by that experience uh, at that time, especially our senior generation. So that means that impact our like parents generation they they are very afraid of participating in politic uh, issues and also the social some social movement because at that time it was very dangerous for them but um, but after the martial law time um, a lot of different uh, social movements start and grow up so quickly and um, um, I think Taiwan uh, we 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 are a little bit luckier than some Asian countries because we don't have we didn't have the anti-sodomy law so the same-sex sexual behavior uh, is not was not the, a, a crime so we, we we didn't have to go through the decriminalization process so I think the most important part for LGBT movement in the past and right now is um, raising up the visibility and to deal with the ignorancy uh, situation in the society so, um, so, so we, we provide all kinds of it's, it's all about education. Right. Yeah. Uh, so after, I think after a few years, uh, after the martial law, the 90s is crazy busy about all kinds of social movement. And then uh, that is another very important time. Uh, it was 2004. We had uh, our Gender Equity Education Act. Uh, this act is very, the policy is very progressive that says that every student from elementary school to senior high school, every student needs to have at least four hours gender education uh, per semester. Of course, it's not only about LGBT, but also other gender issues mm-hmm. like domestic violence, intimacy violence, and sexual harassment, something like that. But the policy provides LGBT group like Halai, we can, we can enter uh, in the campus, in the school, mm-hmm. to give them speech, to make them understand, the student and teacher understand more about the real LGBT people. I think that impact significantly important because um, uh, we can we can see from the numbers our second uh, our our twenties generation mm-hmm. this, they support marriage equality the percentage of them supporting marriage equality is over seventy five percent. It's quite high, yeah, and that that there's no doubt they they truly believe equal rights in Taiwan. So right now, after thirty years, I think LGBT people, of course, our life uh, become better than before. Uh, we have uh, the Gender Equality Education Act, and also we have like some uh, Equal Rights Act in employment, and also we have like Domestic uh, Violence Prevention Act. They also protect the same-sex couple if they live together um, um, and facing the like uh, in the violate. Um, Violent uh, relationships. Um, the, the the system in the government can help you. So and uh, also right now we have like uh, over ten city and counties have the alcohol household registration. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a marriage. Sort of like what we've called domestic partnership. It sounds like sort of. I think less. Lesser, lesser oh, than yeah. them, and it's kind of it's it's kind of a note 
in our household system. But actually, right now,、uh, it has no like、uh, full legal rights. Maybe you can you can sign the like medical decision、uh, agreement,、uh, but what, what we would call power of attorney. Oh、uh, yeah, yeah, and and but. In terms of other、uh, partnership rights, it didn't、um, it didn't work. Yeah. So,、uh, but however,、um, the local government this is, this is the most the local government can do because the marriage is under our central government. Yeah. So you have to we have to change in the central government instead of、uh, the local government. Yeah. So、um, the atmosphere the. The climate become better, and people understand there are LGBT community in Taiwan, but not really understand what exactly they look like.、Um, but、um, in terms of younger generation, they totally, I think they totally accept that and think that is really normal. <laughs> How does that carry over to other kinds of issues above and beyond marriage? Okay. Oh,、uh, you mean in terms of LGBT community? Well, what are, I guess I should even back up. What are the other pressing issues? And、mm. I, I know I'll obviously want to talk about the marriage equality campaign because we're at this、yeah. pitiful moment. But what are some of the other most important issues going on right now?、Um, I think I still I definitely say the gender、uh, equ-、uh, equality education because,、mm. um, and also I think another thing is.、Um, The LGBT resources is not really balanced,、um, not the same between the city and county and the ruler. So、uh, we are trying to send the resources to other outside the Taipei city or capital city.、Uh, in the Ta- in Taipei, we have plenty of resources. I think this is similar in in the state or other other countries. So、uh, that is really important for us to build up. The、uh, LGBT resources in rural、uh, or countryside, and also、uh, education issues. Right now, I think will be our next very、um, difficult battle <laughs> in the very near future because、um, because marriage equality. Campaign focus more on central government and also the legislative yuan that is our parliament.、Um, so the target is very focused. But in terms of the education, gender education,、uh, local government are、uh, local governments are responsible for the、uh, local the the compulsory education. Yep. So,、uh, if want if we want to defend the gender education right now,、uh, we need different strategy, and also we need to like train local lobby groups to、uh, train them to talk to like city councilor, your mayor, and and usually these people usually these people don't.、Um, Haven't got the chance to be educated about the LGBT issues before, yeah. Compared with our twenties、uh, generation, younger generation, so that is, I think, that is our biggest next、um, step need to do.、Mm. I mean, I think about conversations with Taiwanese American friends, and sort of the constant conversation is about. Yeah, is about generations. Is、mm-hmm. about you know, managing parents or grandparents. Yeah, and how does that play out in terms of gener- you know, familial politics、mm. in sort of promoting LGBT inclusion、mm. or, or legal rights in Taiwan? Yeah, actually, the men, uh, uh, our very close、uh, friends, and who is a legislator, Yo Meinu, legislator Yo, we used to call her a legislator Yo. She. I think she is in her sixties right now, but she is so support, and she is the main person who proposed the marriage equality bill in the parliament. So she she 
she always、uh, can be the bridge between <laughs> the different generation, and and also she told us and、uh, how to we should like、um, adjust our information to to make. Them easier to let uh, uh, our parents understand, and also、um, if she got any like、um, misunderstanding information, she will pass.、Uh, she will pass to us and say that、uh, you should you should address that <laughs> uh, uh, issues or problems, and that give us a lot of advice. So,、um, yeah, we. We had several different like media campaign、mm-hmm. because younger generation usually really used to use like online、mm-hmm. whole everything on the internet. But in terms of our parent generation, they still、uh, more familiar with like TV shows and uh, uh, like. Talk shows and、uh, there's and any any shows from TV. Yeah, they love to sit down and watch TV instead of、uh, watch YouTube on the internet.、Okay. Yeah. So in the past, we because of due to the limit of budget,、um, we didn't have the chance to. Put any resources,、uh, any information on TV because it's so expensive. But right now, because we have、uh, we a lot of people、uh, want to help the Magic Quality Campaign, so we have more、uh, funding right now. So we are trying. We are also learning to like、um, work with the like.、Uh, Production team of the TV show, and、uh, invite some like celebrity、uh, our parents love to speak out for Mary Cardi, and I think that、uh, really work out,、uh, especially in if you use in Taiwanese language, not Chinese. We、uh, a lot of people. Uh, who live in Middle and South Taiwan use Taiwanese,、uh, so that is make them easier to communicate uh, to them uh, the 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 concept, the idea we want them to understand. So is also very new for us, but I think is it, it, it works. Yeah. So providing educational materials in Taiwanese as well as in Mandarin, or in some places, especially in, in, in not in Mandarin, in, in Taiwanese. Yeah, in especially in Taiwanese, and and invite like Taiwanese like pop singer,、mm. yeah, to speak out for us、uh, on some TV show or singing show. Yeah, that that is that is really interesting, actually. Yeah. How is how has that gone? Or how? You know, so what what? What was particularly exciting about that?、Uh, you mean after the the result, or, or just sort of of the pop singer? Oh,、um, they are great, but、uh, we 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 need a lot of discussion to、uh, to emphasize that what we want them to say. Yeah, because in Taiwanese, the the concept is totally different from the Mandarin.、Mm. Yeah. And younger generation, like my generation or younger than me, we don't really familiar with the language because、uh, our ruling party, previous ruling party, the KMT, they promote the Mandarin. Yeah, because they came from China, so they promote the Mandarin a lot. So,、um, so we, I think there's also a really good opportunity for me to learn more. About Taiwanese and Taiwanese culture and the Taiwanese like、um, uh, entertainment, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's a good answer to this, but I've just always wondered, you know, what is Taiwan's special status and、yeah. Taiwan's place? Man, you know, where politics have been de- dominant.、Uh, politics have been dominated by、yeah. the divide between the KMT、yeah. and、um, Independence Party. Yeah, what's the DPP? DPP. Yeah. Um, and sort of how that shapes、mm. politics for civil society in general, for、mm. LGBT people in particular. You ran for office, obviously not with one of the two major、yeah. uh, parties,、mm. for example. Yeah.、Uh, 
Um, I think, of course, in the past,、uh, the DPP, the ruling party, right now, they are much more closer to、uh, to the social movements groups compared with the KMT. Like KMT usually are、uh, our targets of protest <laughs> in the past until now.、Um, but, however. Mm, I think these two political parties.、Uh, what an interesting thing is, in terms of LGBT issues, they their situation are quite similar. For example, a、uh, younger generation, no matter in the KMT or DPP, they support more about LGBT rights、mm-hmm. compared with the senior generation. In these two political parties, so what a interesting thing is the younger generation belong to different parties. They work together to、uh, to convince the senior generation in different <laughs> in 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 their own、uh, parties and try to cooperate, push the、uh, the bill、uh, in the parliaments in the legislative yuan. The this. I think this experience is really unique in Taiwan's history because usually these two major parties they against each other, so they uh, uh, they always opposite、uh, in different kinds of、uh, issues. But、um, because for younger generation, I think LGBT rights for them is already a、uh, It's there is no it's it's a common idea, yeah. People accept that, so、um, they are facing the same situation that the older generation don't really understand. So, so yeah, I I I I hoped that can be a, I think role model. For for the future, that maybe these two political party also can work together for other important human rights issues, and can move Taiwan like、um, drive Taiwan moving forward in the future. Yeah, in, uh, uh, instead of like fighting <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I mean maybe that this is a opening for. You know the generational shift underway. Yeah. You know, since clearly, you know, the number of people you know in Taiwan who remember the revolution or even you know sort of the first twenty、yeah. years afterwards、yeah. is dwindling, and、yeah. sort of a new politics、mm. is inevitable. Yeah. So um, I I'm really looking forward to the future that we can change the. The dynamic and the atmosphere、uh, in our political area. That maybe we can. I always dream about that we can sit down, discuss about the different ideas or concepts, but in a very rational,、mm-hmm. very peaceful way, and try to elaborate themselves instead of like hitting, <laughs> punch each other. <laughs> Yeah, we are pretty famous for that, you know.、Um, when I was very young, the ima- the im-、uh, the only imagination for me uh, uh, of the parliament is that they are always fighting together, stand、mm-hmm. on the table and try to push everybody out or just yeah shout to each other or something like that. So. That wasn't very positive for <laughs> for little children. <laughs> And how you know for listeners who aren't familiar, obviously we're at a pivotal moment in the mar- campaign for marriage equality.、And、we'll、mm. come to that in a second. But how did sort of the movement for marriage equality in Taiwan、mm. sort of take off?、Mm. How do women take off?、Uh, how did it sort of get going? You know, sort of, or how how long of Taiwanese activists been specifically working for marriage. Okay,、um, our very important, like、um, very first activist, Qi Jiawei, he started to、uh, fight for the marriage equality. I think for already thirty thirty years. Oh wow. It's pretty long.、Um, at that time, the organization like Hanline or other LGBT organization that just started at that time, people 
don't didn't really want to talk about that. So after at least thirty years, um, I think um, we have done a lot in different kinds of um, work and area for the community. Uh, but in the parliament, the first time these issues uh, was put on the agenda was two thousand and six. But uh, the bill died uh, immediately, not even uh, going to the first reading. Uh, the second time was two thousand. I think it's two thousand thirteen. Uh, we had a bill. Yeah, from TAPCPR is uh, the 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 lawyer team uh, of the constitutional uh, course interpretation. Yeah, represent Qi uh, Jiawei. They drafted a bill, and um, and the, of course it felt at the time. Of course, it because. Because at that time, I think the the whole society still not prepared well, and also we don't have enough resources at that time, and and we don't have enough experience in lobbying. Uh, so this time, uh, we think uh, we started in I think two thousand sixteen. I think that uh, that. I, we, we we can we can start the list campaign at that time I think because the first our president Tsai uh, when she uh, ran for her campaign uh, marriage equality is one of the policy she highlight mm. but unfortunately she became more passive after she was elected. And then, um, and then, because we have uh, more younger legislators were elected uh, in two thousand sixteen, and uh, yeah, we we started draft draft uh, a bill at that time, uh, but. In the very beginning, we were pl- we were planning to uh, propose the bill. I think in this March this year, but because last year, next October, Professor Bequit is a uh, uh, is a very important um, celebrity in the culture um, area, and also he teach he told the, the French in the Taiwan. Uh, National Taiwan University for a very long time. He, this is a French gay man who lived in Taiwan for a very long time. Yeah, and he and uh, he uh, committed suicide, uh, jumped down from the top of the building in her uh, in his house, mm-hmm. um, and he died. And uh, this case um, uh, caught a lot of attention because. Um, his situation is exactly every same-sex couple will face uh, in Taiwan. So at that time, uh, legislators want to, you know, use the that wave. Uh, three different bills were proposed, and uh, the campaign started. So I always say. We didn't start the campaign. The campaign pushed us, yeah. And because the the the, the bill pro- were proposed, so we have to defend for them. And also, um, at a time, lots of different discussions started. So the the the, the people, um, our supporters, they also uh, push us moving forward. They a lot of people uh, had. A really strong motivation to to do something. Yeah, so we need to do something. <laughs> yeah. Right, and we're having this conversation at the very end of June, uh, a month or so after the ruling from the yeah. Constitutional Court. Yeah. So, what you know? Can you tell us about that ruling and where we are <sighs> at this point? Right now. Um, I am actually I'm, I don't feel lots of feelings till recently because before I'm I'm very I was very stressful uh, about 
everything campaign. So when the constitutional courts um, uh, result, the interpre- interpretation came out, I was like, oh, okay. It's good. So, what's the next? Uh, what What's our next job? So, next step. But after a few weeks, I found uh, the interpretation is impact. Uh, the interpretation impact a lot. Really, a significant, huge uh, impact. Uh, like self esteem, esteem, self esteem, self esteem. Yep. Yeah, self esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, for especially for. For teenagers in the community, and uh, I got a feedback from a very young a lesbian. She said uh, that was the first time after the interpretation. That was the first time she had the, the courage to stand up, uh, walk on the street, and don't have. Don't have to worry about others. Um, others uh, uh, eyes, yeah. yeah. And uh, also has the courage that talk to their parents, her parents mm. about this issue. And yeah, we of course a lot of people maybe think that thinking about we now have uh, like. Like for marriage rights, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people I met here said, "Oh, congratulations, congratulations, Jennifer, you you won something like that." But I say not yet because uh, it's only the constitutional court's uh, result the interpretation. We still need to uh, um, pass the the whole. Legalization process. So right now we are waiting for the executive yuan. That is our central government. Um, they they need to, according to our president Tsai, uh, the executive yuan will propose a bill of marriage equality, and then combine them their bill with the current two version of bill in the parliament, and uh, go to the next step of the discussion in uh, in the Congress. Yeah, so uh, we are continuing pushing them. Understand that we need to pass the four rights uh, because till now. A lot of people still think about maybe we can also, you know, have a separate law or a special law.、Um, but we want for marriage and in the civil code, like everybody else in Taiwan. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, for our listeners who haven't been necessarily paying close attention,、uh, correct?、Uh, sort of looking at we're, we're having this conversation shortly before a reception hosted by the Human Rights Campaign and the Open Society Foundations and the. I'll、uh, paraphrase the language of the invitation, but that the ruling a month ago said that denying same-sex couples the ability to marry is a violation of both、uh, the people's freedom of marriage, as protected by Article 22 of the Constitution, and the people's right to equality, as guaranteed by Article 7 of the Constitution.、Yeah. So we're in that place where the court has ordered the government to take action, but the、yeah. government we still have to see what that action is going to be. Yes, exactly, and.、Um I was very happy that the court said、um, it's it's our legislative yuan's、uh, not for they didn't do their job well, so、uh, our same-sex couples' rights、uh, have been violated for a long time. So you have to fix it. The court said the the legislators you have to fix it and change it.、Uh, Right now,、uh, so I think that is also very good social education that make our like public people understand、um, it's the right we belong to us. It's our original right. It's not additional. It's not a special right. It's the the rights for a human、uh, being. Certainly, you know this is something we see all over the world. The language that this is new rights or 
special rights mm-hmm. when, in fact, you know, and as you know, Amnesty International and other organizations have argued you know, that, that this is you know, simply a matter of human rights yeah. and the, the fundamental political, civil, social, and economic rights yes. that are guaranteed across the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does this victory, you know, what does this campaign and what does this victory mean to you? My personally, <laughs> to be honest, to me, I think uh, I kind of relieved. And I think, oh, that is so great that I can have time to take a little bit rest. <laughs> because I was so stressful and lots of pressure because I had been worried about if I made the right decision of the, you know, the the campaign for we, we need to do lots of political decision and it's also a very new for me yeah um, and uh, my my parents and my wife they support me um, in all kinds of way financially and also um, mentally physically massage for me <laughs> So um, I think uh, for me, I was like, oh, maybe I can have more time to keep company with them because the major goal of Pushley's bill that is, I think, the most important thing to to protect who you love and also uh, protect your family uh, under our legal system. But however, I don't have time to protect them. <laughs> and uh, and they, my parents need to see me uh, in the, you know, in the rally on the street. <laughs> they come to see me. I say, hey, we are here. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have time to go back home to have a dinner with them. And I was very, I, I'm very proud of them because they, they, they also doing really good job. They, they um, expand the LGBT rights to their like friends in their generation, and uh, yeah, I, I think for me personally, I'm very happy and see. Finally, we can move in forward, and we can start to look at other, also very important issues in the community. Mm. It's certainly one question that I'm asking everyone that you've already started to answer is that taking care of yourself as an activist. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you manage that? Uh, actually, I don't do that very well. <laughs> I'm still I learning. All, I think we all are trying to. Yeah. One of the reasons I'm asking everyone is sort of like, yeah. it's not our specialty. I, I'm still learning. And um, there, there are always two too many things you have to do and uh, sometimes you are getting nervous that if because people's life uh, people's life might might face in very difficult moments every single day so we are kind of rush and worry about maybe next sadness or tragedy might happen so it was really stressful, but um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think I didn't do that very well. I start to learn till now, recently, actually, yeah. And my my wife always they she need to remind me, eat lunch, eat dinner, drink water, and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of us who are better at taking care of others than yeah. taking care of ourselves. Yeah, but I think it's a life, uh, maybe it's a my life issue, I don't know. I, I'm learning that. I, I hope I can do better in the future. <laughs> this may be one of the universals that comes out of all my interviews. <laughs> uh, I, I sort of took a couple of last questions. Why not? So, like, how, you know, what do you think is significant for, and how have you worked with other act- LGBT activists across Asia? Yeah. And sort of like, what's the significance of this? Not we haven't won completely, but sort of yeah. this step forward yeah. for activists elsewhere in the region. I think the there are two main, I think, impacts. The the first one is uh, people usually say LGBT rights is not uh, human rights because it's only in Western context, and uh, uh, is is. Uh, people always think about oh this from 
for example, United States from the European, and it's not、uh, really. We were not born in Asia. <laughs> I don't know why, but but I think the the achievement right now can um can that can. Spread、uh, information can raise some information that the LGBT rights is human rights is universal not only in the Western context but also in Asia. Another thing is I think the Taiwan situation right now can indeed give other countries in Asia more hope and. Um. Also, uh, we can like encourage them to continue their work in different countries. Yeah, because uh, there are still a lot of countries in the process of uh being uh democratic.、Mm-hmm. Try build up their democratic system and. Yeah, Taiwan is the same. We 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 are still in the process, and we try to、uh, also push the LGBT rights and also our democratic system at the same time. So、um, I think that is、uh, really good. I don't like to say role model because I don't think we are a model. Every country has its own like. Process and pass, but I think it definitely can give them hope to see、uh, what we can achieve in the future. But I actually I don't really think that. Let me think how to elaborate this.、Uh, I think marriage equality is not the end; it's only a starting point that. Um, we we still has a lot of things going on. Need to improve. So、um, it's not the end of work. I think after this,、um, uh, this is the first step that our make our countries recognize our rights. I think it's very fundamental. Yeah, the very first step. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. What I don't know how often you get to work with activists from the mainland, but to、mm. get some sense of what the reception to this news has been, yeah,、mm. on the other sides of the straits,、mm. a lot. <laughs> because I think because we have similar culture、mm. and also、uh, we speak the same language, and especially for China's、uh, Chinese activists, I think Taiwan situation indeed. Encourage them because we do have the similar like family culture and the whole like Chinese culture system.、Mm-hmm. Although we are in different、uh, political system, but、um, also remind them the democracy is very important. <laughs> That is the reason we can achieve. This goal, yeah, because we have the freedom of speech and we have the right to like vote. We can choose our leaders of country, so we can run for office. Yeah, we can run for office and openly lesbian. Yeah, also can run for office and people start treat you、uh, better and respectively. <laughs> so. Um, also remind them the the, the importance of the,、uh, the democratic system. So, yeah, we work with them a lot and help them、um, build up some strategy, share our knowledge, and share our material document.、Um, but also,、um, I think Taiwan can be a like practicing. Democracy and so a civil society for them. So a lot of Chinese activists、uh, in come to Taiwan, and、um, because we can give them more like resources to learn, and that is, I think that 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 is a good thing. Yeah, and we also kind of help the 
help China <laughs> to moving forward. I hope so. <laughs> What else do you think I should know just about the work you've done that we haven't covered? Oh, let me think. Mm. <laughs> um, I just wanted to add another. Point was, um, I think international attention uh, of Taiwan Emergency Quality recently really helped us mm. um, because uh, Taiwan we uh, we are in a very special international status. So any attention, any focus from international society indeed uh, helped Taiwan to be seen. And also um, help our government accept uh, more about the LGBT rights issues. So, for example, when I come to DC this year, I, I come to the United States several times, but that this year is the first year our not embassy. There's this like economic and culture office here contact me. Embassy like office. Yeah, this office because we we can we okay. cannot have official embassy here, but this like uh, um, like uh, like an office. Uh, Taiwan's office here is run by government. Uh, they contact me and try to like talk about maybe we can cooperate together some project or what we have done recently. I have been in this movement for a long time. That is the first time. Mm. Our government um, start to want to know more about our job. So I think that is uh, the because they they sense that international attention is huge, is bigger than than ever. Yeah. So yeah, that is really good, <laughs> really positive impact. Yeah. And you're going from here to Philadelphia for a Taiwanese American. Event. Yes. So not not specifically something LGBT, but specifically Taiwanese American. Yeah, and also because um, the 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 event is cross generation, so of course similar to Taiwan and and other place, senior generation they don't really want to talk about LGBT, but of course they see the potential of uh, these issues can uh, raise the visibility of Taiwan so they start to want to know more and try to figure out the, our like international status situation how, uh, maybe we can improve that something like that so I, I think that that's great that's also the very posit- a very positive impact from after the like constitutional cause interpretation yeah great Does that cover it for today? Is that everything you want to say for now? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it immensely. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jennifer. Again, please take a moment to subscribe to Radio Freak Utopia on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash radiofreakutopia. Please tell all your friends about Radio Freak Utopia. Finally, thanks once more to everyone who helped me get the podcast up and running, especially to the hundred or so original donors who got the podcast launched with their support on the founding Indiegogo campaign. My deepest thanks once more go to all of you, especially to the podcast's original major donors, David Aronstein and Darcy Mercero, Michael Tino, Joseph Barrios, Jennifer Gilbert, Stephen Bennett and Mihai Patru, Tamia Buckingham, and once more, thanks, Bomb. I'll see you back here in two weeks. Thanks again for listening.